Welcome to Spread Talk with Pam and John, also known as The Calm, Before the Storm. Our purpose is to elevate the conversation and amplify special education resources. And our why is all about the kids. You know, Pam, there are so many organizations and, and people around Texas who are just making it happen for kids with disabilities. So let's make this a platform to celebrate their efforts because special education is about making the impossible possible. Are we on? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, here we go. Here goes nothing. All right, so we're going to see if we can't figure this out, Pam. All right, John. So where are we today, John? So we're doing this Fed Talk thing again, and we are in San Antonio, Texas, baby. Edgewood ISD at the Burleson Center for Innovation and Education. And I'm going to tell you right now, we spent the past hour and a half. We thought we were going to be here for like an hour, maybe. But we have. I feel like we've barely seen anything so far. So there's so much going on at the Burleson Center. Exactly. And so we have the special education director, Joe Hinojosa, and I'm screwing your name up, and I'm sorry. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, He's going to take care of that in a second. And he has been the host with the most. He has has taken us around, showed us everything that this great center has to offer and discuss his vision for the future. Yeah, and so Joe, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys coming out today and taking the tour with us and Ms. Minner, our 18-plus coordinator, and getting to meet our fine staff here who are phenomenal. And uh, none of this happens without all the staff here at Burleson, but most importantly, our 18-plus students. Um, they, they're phenomenal and amazing, and there's not enough uh, words to describe yeah. how, how cool it is to, to be able to come to work here every day. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'll tell you, uh, we connected just a while back, and I'll tell you right off, I could tell, man, this guy's doing things with kids, man. He's got he's got a mind for kids and a mind for making things happen for kids. And, you know, we started this whole SPED Talk thing as a way to really celebrate and elevate that conversation around what can happen in special education when we focus on possibilities, not disabilities. And so I feel like Burleson, man, we were so excited to come out here today and we jogged over from Austin and, and man, the minute we got here, it was like, man, you know, the eyes got big. We walked in like every staff member we've met. It's like, you guys are walking in tandem, right, man? Y'all are all moving in the same direction and it's all about creating opportunity for kids here at Burleson. Yes, sir. It, Absolutely is the like you said the it doesn't happen without the staff. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, I'm lucky to work with so many phenomenal people that we all share the same vision. Uh, it doesn't work if everybody doesn't bring their ideas to the table. It's not just one central idea or mission that's mine. Uh, the mission vision it revolves around everyone's input, and that I think is the the ingredient for all of us to to have that buy-in, to have that input because. We are able to share in that vision. But at the end of the day, it comes down to students. It comes down to being able to bring it every day and understanding that the needs that our our young adults have here at Burleson are 18 plus. um, But also, how does that trickle down for the enthusiasm we have for all our students across the district and being able to be surrounded by great staff, not only who work with our students who uh, are in receiving special ed services, but all students across the district. And being able to be a great support for our administrators, uh, campuses, and most importantly, our community. And one thing we talk about a lot in special education is outcomes. 
the O word, <laughs> outcomes. So what are the outcomes for students receiving special education services? And then we talk about, when we look at 18 plus program, we're looking at transition, which right. is really tied to outcomes. Yeah. And I have to say, when I walked in here, when John said, okay, we're going to go look at this 18 plus program, I'm going, okay, I've seen 18 plus programs. So. Yeah, and Pam's like, well, I'm, a, I'm looking for this, this and I'm, I'm looking for that. And I'm like, Pam, I, 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 was on. Just, I, mean, I was I'm over here excited. Pam's like thinking logistically over here. Well, but that's what we did. one of those questions yeah. because yeah. one of the big thing is, unfortunately, with some 18 plus programs, there's no way to see clear outcomes for the students. Like, where does it lead? That's right. Are we keeping them for additional years and then they're just going home? Which yeah. is one of my pet peeves is that we should not be transitioning kids to the couch. Yeah. And when I walked in, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> to see everything that you all have here. So if you can share what I listen to, what the Burleson Center is about and all the things that you, you all are doing. Thank you so much. And first off, thank you for the compliment, because I, I think that's the greatest compliment to have from another educator yeah. is to to see from that the outcomes and to really see that this is a place where the mindset and the goal is to have a positive outcome for the benefit of students, that they become productive in society, but also independent in their living and uh, the skills that they may exhibit. So for, for Burleson, it, it, it's been an amazing ride in the past two years. Uh, being in the facility here, um, some some pretty cool things that we have. We have a t-shirt business. We have a bike shop. We have a baristas, um, a sensory garden. We're about to move into the world of hydroponics with gardening and look at starting to have market days uh, for those those type of things. We have a Burleson boutique where our students across the district, where our self-contained units are able to come every six weeks and really focus on the needs and uh, things that they're working on in the classroom related to their their goals, but uh, we I like to think we do things a little bit differently, and it's really hard to explain over a microphone. And so uh, yeah. I really would hope that anyone listening would would take the opportunity to drive down to San Antonio and, and yeah. take a tour and visit uh, Burleson uh, in and of itself. At the end of the day, this all still comes back to the needs of students yeah. and that the staff really looks at listening to what the students want. And the businesses that you see here, the things that we're doing are not uh, what we started is saying, hey, it's beneficial for adults if we do this. This is what yeah. student choice, the student choice of wanting to do these different um, activities, initiatives, and then supporting it. Uh, you know, uh, I appreciate it. All these things are great. Well, you don't get to greatness without failure. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of things that in, in trying to do these things that we we didn't do such a good job of. And I think being vulnerable and admitting to that and saying that, yeah, well, we were doing this, didn't work so well. Mm -hmm. But then what do we learn from it to to be better? The yeah. other thing is we were growing, I think, way too fast. We were bringing in a lot of different ideas, a lot of different things that we thought along with the students that, hey, we, we do this. We'll, and we really had to take a step back. Um, and really focus on the things that we are doing really well. But moving forward, how are we going to integrate new opportunities yeah. and what's that going to look like? Yeah, almost like um, quality check. Hey, we want to keep quality of these things we're doing exceptional. We don't want to do things halfway just because we can. And, and the beauty of San Antonio, specifically of Edgewood and where Edgewood is located, is uh, down the road there's a Port SA, which is um, – a phenomenal opportunity in the world of cybersecurity, uh, a lot of uh, new initiatives that are in the world of um, 
social media on different platforms. And San Antonio is really moving into that area. And so looking at the non-traditional focus, a lot of times of 18 plus of, you know, restaurants and uh, retail and those things, which are all important. Yeah. Is how do we expand and move into some of these other areas as well and really look at what those are going to be down the road um, in conjunction with the community of San Antonio is looking for, for uh, future employers of our employees, I should say. Yeah. So it's always keeping our, our mind open. It's always listening to the needs of our students, but really looking at what's available and what's out there that we can also prepare our young adults for the future. Um, I think the other beauty of Burleson is it's not also just a place for students who receive special ed services. Yeah. I like to consider it a hub through Edgewood where anyone can come through. We've, we've had um, our partnerships with our practicum students through the culinary arts programs that came here. And, and you really start to have an all-inclusive setting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's pretty cool about being a hub, having the support of the school board, having the support mm-hmm. of the superintendent is recognizing that this is a place of opportunity, but an opportunity for all. And when we talk about education, we really shouldn't be talking about our sub pops and these things. And in that capacity, what we really should be looking at is what are we doing for all students? That's right. Because we all count. Um, But I think also what I really enjoy about Burleson is not only what we do for our, our, our students, our adults, but also our employees. I think one of the things as you guys came through here is, um, it's a, it's a place to work where I, I hope that everyone finds enjoyment mm-hmm. and they feel, you know, it's a place where they, they have family and it feels yeah. like a family and you feel supported. Yeah. Um, and we're able to help take care of adults, social, emotional needs, as well as young adults and students as well. So I think all of that kind of trying to encompass what Burleson is, but I would definitely recommend, uh, you come visit for yourselves and, yeah. and get that tour. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's funny. You know, you talk. We one of our goals with Sped Talk is really humanizing kind of the people we go out and talk to because our goal really is for this to be less about us and more about that story. You know, every face has a story. Every data point has a face. Like I love that you said that earlier. Like why focus on data? Don't do that before you focus on the face behind the data. You know, there's a face there and that's what really matters, not what that data tells us, but what does it tell us about that face on the other end? And I feel like there's a real sense of not just community here in Burleson and your center and and all the cool different initiatives you guys are taking on, but also connected out to the greater community. Like every time we go in a room, it would be like, oh, yeah, well, this but this is tied to this. And so, like, will you talk a little bit about your community partnerships like we were talking about earlier? Right. Yeah. So I think none of this really works without the community partnerships. Uh, And I think a lot of times um, in 18 plus programs, sometimes it's uh, entrenched Mm -hmm. within just the school district and the surrounding area, Mm -hmm. which uh, is also very important when we look at transportation and some of those needs. But the reality is to have exposure, you really have those community partners. You really have to put yourself out there. And sometimes it's very hard to, you know, because you're representing not only your discipline, but you're representing your kids. Yes. You're representing your and, – and so sometimes, you know, you, you put yourself out there and you hear no. Well, you know what? No's fine. We'll just move on and we'll kick down some doors somewhere else. Um, because at the end of the day – you want to have community partners that are invested and you got to have that investment. It's got to be mutual because at the end of the day, what you don't want is to have someone that says, Oh yeah, we're going to partner with you. But if you look two years down the road and they still haven't hired any of your young adults, then 
then that's not truly a, a true partnership right, right. because it's not leading to that, to that independence. And so that's one of the things we really look at when we're looking to, to partner with different individuals, um, whether it's just a, a mom and pop or it's yeah. a, a big type business, uh, but it's also looking at the needs of students individually and seeing what that looks like. Yeah. We're very fortunate in San Antonio to have uh, different universities that we're able to uh, be able to have conversations with our service center of region 20 that has, oh, I gotta yeah. say, give them a shout out yeah. that they've been straight up super yeah. supportive. Yeah. Of well, they got us here. Uh, I mean, Amy and Lisa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they said, Hey, they were bragging on this place. Gosh, a year ago said, guys, y'all have got to get out and see this place. And so, I mean, it took a while, but here we right. are. Yeah. Right. To Sam Gonzalez as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so to the community side of, of all of that, you know, we've, uh, uh you got to see the adaptive bikes as well that yes. we worked with the Believe It Foundation with yeah, the McAllister talk about that. family. That was yes, huge. Uh, a shout out to Andrew McAllister and the Believe It Foundation mm -hmm. in Harlandale ISD and Della Taylor who introduced us to that. Um, to, to for people that come through and see the adaptive bikes and the things that we're doing here, it doesn't start without Harlandale inviting us. Yeah, and what I will say about that that is pretty cool is when you have another school district that's willing to share what they have with others so it can expand more for students. Yes, is Hugely important. Like expanding um, that world, yeah. And so with that, with the Believe It Foundation and the McAllister family, the goal of uh, Andrew was is is to have inclusivity yeah. all around. And so yeah. part of that is, hey, he's like, guys, you got to start partners in PE before we start looking at even getting you any adaptive I bikes. I love that. And Miss um, Minner and uh, Coach Lewis over at Memorial, when working with the principal there, Miss Pam Reese, uh, worked it and really when you think about how quickly things have to turn around it has to be approved by the board and yeah. course all of those right. things right and then placing students yes. in the class and all you all of a sudden you have partners in P that takes off and how cool is it when you see students working together mm -hmm. um, with students with disabilities and abilities right alongside because then it's not about anything else except the love and compassion of one yeah. human to another right. yeah and working together and you see past all those things then all you start to get these bikes that the Believe It Foundation has donated to us and um, looking at students that are maybe uh, confined to a wheelchair that are now able to have accessibility to ride a bike. Maybe for the first time. For I the bet. first time Gosh. and to see a smile and yeah. um, to then have conversations with um, with the McAllister, with Andrew. And he's like, hey, man, I want to blow this up to where we're like in Hemisphere Park. We're at the Alamo Dome. Wow. And yeah. to, to think like, man, we're going to be a part of that. How cool is that? Yeah. To Mr. Jones, who you met also, mm -hmm. who nice. uh, brings out of his time, donates his time to come in and work with our students. And he yeah. was featured in San Antonio as someone to make San Antonio great. Wow. I see him on TV. So I'm going to call this guy. <laughs> call him up. And next thing you know, he said, I'll come meet with you. And here he is in his skill set of teaching our students how to work on bikes, how to fix bikes. Yeah, and is uh, he an educator? No, he's because a, like, man, I'm watching this guy in there with these kids and these are kids that a lot of times you wouldn't even they wouldn't make eye contact. You wouldn't have. And they're up. They're just he's like, I mean, it's constant engagement. Like they're working on bikes. He's giving them directions. They're laughing. They're engaged. I mean, right. he uh, he has his uh, program, which is role models, okay. um, which he started and is the founder of. Um, and that's why he was featured for all these okay. great things he was doing out in the community and all the skill set that he has and he brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things. So he you is put, a teacher. You put yourself out there, right? Yeah. I give him a call. He could have very well said no. And, yeah, and the crazy yeah. thing about that to me is had he said no, 
we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah. Right. But a simple yes, a simple I'm going to come by and visit, and he and I start talking, and all of a sudden here we are, you know, nine late. months yeah. later, yeah. and you have a gentleman that walks through the doors, and he automatically gets a smile from kids. That's right. powerful. How cool is that? There's yeah. no, there's nothing better that gives back mm-hmm. to the heart than knowing that what you're doing means something. Right. And uh, to be able to do that is, is pretty cool. And then it goes back to the bigger picture. All that gets to happen here mm-hmm. in Burleson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we right. all get to to be a part of it. You know, you just walk by and you see kids engaged. Um, you know, I don't even have to step in the room to feel what that feels like yeah. internally. Yeah. When you see student engagement, yeah. that's learning. Yeah. Right. And to be able to see that, that's powerful. So it's pretty cool. You're leaving the building out of Bertelson and you know where the bike shop is. Yeah. It's located as one of the front areas when you leave. So, you know, you may not be having the best day. You walk by and you see students engaged and learning. How does that not pick you up when you're That's walking right. out the door? Exactly. Now I'm going to go visit another campus. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to use that energy to help more kids, yeah. to help more staff. And I think that's the beauty of the Burleson Center is it's a lot of energy feeding off one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't always have the best of days. We don't always, you know, there's times where Joe and the host is feeling, you know, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But I'm surrounded by good people. I'm surrounded. I get to see yeah. young adults. I get to see kids interactive and engaging and then how do you take that? You have, you have, you know, one or two choices. You can still let how you're feeling define you. Or you're like, man, I'm a bring it. Let me take it out there and yeah. let me go help. Uh, Absolutely. More. So I think that's really what this, this building really encompasses is it's people. Yeah. It's people centric of people working together uh, for one cause. And the cause for us is Hedgewood right. um, for our kids, yeah. but not only that, the surrounding community. So yeah, I I get fired up about it. I, I can talk about it all day. Well, I told Pam, I said, Pam, you better eat your Wheaties this morning. Because <laughs> when me and Joe, boy, we started talking, and it was like, me, wait, we know, we already knew each other. You know, I'm like, we've been knowing each other. So, so I had to give you a hug when yeah. you Yeah, man. I mean, it's for real, though. You yeah. know, you pick up on it. Like, man, you got it's, and, and it's not like right or wrong, good or bad. It's just about having that vision, that idea that, look, what if we put the needs of kids first? What would that look like? What would that feel like? And what would the outcomes be? And you're getting to walk that walk and talk that talk at the same time right now here at Burleson. So that's huge stuff. So, so I have a question for you. all I mean, yeah. you, got, you got to meet the staff. You got to meet the students. What was your takeaway from that? Oh, I can. Mm. I, <laughs> what I think is so cool is is you were saying, I hope my employees um, find as much energy can can say that this is a love. Every testimony from every single employee, mm-hmm. every single student mm-hmm. meets you, greets you with a smile. I mean, when, come on, yeah. you know? And I mean, it's, it's brought tears to my, it's a very, it's just cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm you. sorry. <laughs> You got choked up here, Amy. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's why we bring Amy. Yeah, Pam and me, we're like robots, <laughs> emotionless. But Amy, no, no, she's no. she's our feeler. You know, one thing because I've worked I've worked so many years in the area of transition. Yes, and so uh, the fact that this is not a transition center no. was the first thing that it was in a center of innovation, and I thought, mm. and truly innovation because I have this pet peeve when. I heard something, the district inno- innovation. I'm going, so what's innovated? You yeah. changed our calendar. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, as I'm going, yeah. that's not really innovated. Okay? Yeah. I don't think that's what we had in mind, the commissioner had in mind. Right. But here I can see the innovation and, yeah. and your staff 
is exuding that. Let's try this. And at no time is it Sarah. Yes. Anytime she's like, well, students want to make T-shirts. I don't know anything about making T-shirts. We're gonna try. We're gonna find yeah. out how to make it. Right. Well, yeah. figure it out. Yeah. They're interested in building. Um, and place a nook outside. Right. Okay, don't know anything about that, but we're going to build it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and a lot of times in special education, it, we get stuck on why something won't work. Yeah. We get into a defeatist attitude before we even start it and yeah. say, no, even look at the population of students that you're serving. Is that, you know, who would imagine yeah. students working in a bike shop or who would imagine, you know, the t-shirt shop or the culinary or whatever it is that you're expanding yeah. to it's like okay, let's. You, you guys are the risk takers. Yeah. You're you're not saying the right risks. You're, you're right. not you know you're not generating lists of going. Okay, we can't do this because blah blah blah. We don't have the money. Well, yeah. who who does? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's education. Yeah. You know, right. or you know, we're not sure about the kids' ability. Well, we don't know until we try, and, and that comes out very clear. Is that yeah. you're willing to take the risk and you have people around you who are willing to go on this wild ride yeah. and see where you land. And, and it seems passion and purpose. They're enjoying the ride. They love working with the kids, even the young man who knows his job. Oh boy. Get out of his way. What was his name? <laughs> uh, that was Moses. Moses. Yes. 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 Man. He knows his task and, and he's, he's doing it without, right. without anyone telling him. And also, I'm turning over John. It's the independence. Yeah. Because what are we finding a lot of it in, in in our transition programs yeah. is that we're not teaching the kids the level self of determination, independence, the, the independence they need to yeah. be able to initiate, follow through, and really do for themselves. Yeah. And here, watching your uh, print shop manager, it's Mike, Michael. Michael, which is so cool. cool. He's designing. <laughs> The, the fabulous t-shirts I mean, by the yes. way like yeah. he knows what to do yeah yes. Sarah didn't stand over him and say do this no. do that no. and I'd worked had worked an 18 plus program and, and unfortunately one student was not able to get employed because he never got the independent skills and, yeah. I, and I mean I feel like okay I let him down because I you know because we were constantly on him but we never backed up and say okay you yeah. have to own this you have to yeah. become responsible and you know, become more independent. But here, you can see the students are very independent. There's no males. Yeah, they yeah. own what they do. do yeah. Yeah. So, as special ed liaisons, we have this unique role. And I know you've got to work with Lisa and mm -hmm. and with Amy a little bit. And I, was that during their time as liaisons? Yes. Or, okay. And so, you've got a little taste of kind of that uniqueness of this role that we get to go out and kind of work with schools and do some maybe some UDL or some design thinking or some yeah. right innovate, do some of the cool things. You know, more theoretically, really, from what we're standing from, because a lot of us have been in different perspectives of your world in our past, and so. You know, I think through the lenses that I've been exposed to, you know, that's that's I think human nature is we reflect on our experiences in life and make connections. And so I feel like in many ways, man, I'm living vicariously through you right now because so many things that that I have I was blessed with surrounding myself with people that did this cool work. Like this is on steroids here, man. This is like you got and I and my sense is that this is just beginning. Like, I get this feeling, Joe, that you guys here are starting something that you're going to have to, like, kind of navigate the scale and the scope. And the because, you, you know, it is there's some magic going on here at Burleson, uh, but it's not at Burleson. Like, I get the feeling like 
in some ways, the magic's happening in each of the schools around the district. And the way you talk about the kids coming in from the campuses and going out, the market day, the... Right, right. Yeah, yeah. talk about the market day. Or, uh, so market days. Yeah. yeah. So we have market days uh, every six weeks. And so the market days uh, for our students and our self-contained units. And um, we have uh, over a three-day period, about 194 students that start all the way from the XC all the way up to... Um, High school. Yeah. And so they're able in their classroom to earn Burleson bucks uh, throughout the week, uh, day through the week. And they're able to come through and uh, we have a Burleson boutique, which is all items that are donated from just different individuals. And yeah. uh, it's a lot of things that uh, students are able to come through and uh, from clothes to toys to household items to things we sometimes don't even think of that get yeah. donated. Right. And, um, and, it, and it's pretty cool to see. And I would love to invite y'all uh, to come back yeah. and see that. But to your bigger point about uh, Burleson and uh, just being a place uh, of magic that's spreading out into the district, we've been fortunate enough, and I cannot say it enough, to have a board that is so supportive, yeah. not just... Burleson, I think, is is really a microcosm of the district. I love yes. that. And I love that. nothing happens in one place if it's not happening elsewhere. Yeah. And so to have the board support, but also our superintendent who uh, has come on board and has been super supportive as well. So how often do you find when you're going in different school districts and you have a superintendent in your in your building and he's just yeah. here just to talk to kids? Because yeah. maybe maybe, you know, he. He wants to come and see, uh, and it's not about what's going on. It's about, man, I generally, because he knows the students by name. Yeah. Um, we have so many different individuals that that they just know our students. And they're just coming in because I just want to check in and see how they're doing. Yeah. And that is the bigger scope, I think, of what's happening in the 16-mile square uh, radius of, of Edgewood that Burleson, man, we're just a small piece of all yeah. the wonderful, bigger things that are happening. Yeah. And if it gets people's foot in the door to come down to Edgewood and check out come uh, on, Burleson, yeah, yeah. man, go see the rest of our campuses. Go see the rest of That's our it. kids because there is so much pride here, Yeah, but it's pride that is earned. And right. this community is yeah. resilient. This community mm -hmm. is strong and there's a lot of grit in our uh, community, but our kids are amazing. And they do so many wonderful things. And there's a lot of new programs that are coming through uh, in our schools that, uh, by all means, uh, all our campuses should be checked out. Yeah. For, for you know, walking in, I'll tell you, walking in, you said something a little while ago when it was the Circle of the Joes, right? Yeah. You know, some of your peeps that are really making it happen. You said, <laughs> hey, walking in, look, you may hear a rooster crow, you know, you yeah. might, which we heard on the way in. Yeah. And listen, for like a for a country boy like me, boy, I felt right at home, right? Because yeah. I got my chickens and my homegrown eggs, all that yeah. stuff, the roosters <laughs> in the morning. And so I'm crosswalking here. They're laughing at me. But look, like. The reality is there's all the reasons in this community not to make innovative decisions, not to do the things you're doing, right? To have the excuses to say, well, PBMAS, RDA, we're staged this, we're staged. Yeah, no, that's not what defines us, right? right. We're going to take chances on kids here because it's the right thing to do. And because you know what? Why not? You know, why not make life better? Why not expand the worlds of others? And so that's kind of, I think, the magic that's happening is that just having the courage to put yourself out there. Like you said, when we first walked in, you got to be vulnerable. You got to let yourself be vulnerable if you want to, 
if you want to make things better. And so that's kind of where I think, you know, I look at how, and I'll tell you what, man, I want to take you up on it. I want to get our group down here. I want to get, uh, you know, our rep from TEA down here. I want to show them the campus and let them see kind of the special things that are going on. Because I think that even, you know, at the state agency, they know that, you know, the, the sum total of a school is not the, the, the numbers on a page that they get. There's people and faces and, and, and relationships and work being done out there that can't be captured on a computer. Um, and so that's really part of our initiative is getting out and and visiting and being able to showcase the work of people like yourself and your amazing staff. My gosh, you've got some of yes. the most amazing people working right here with you Thank at you. Burleson here in Edgewood. And so, um, Pam, I, like, I'm, I'm talking too much again. Well, that's normal, John. I know it is. <laughs> I know. So. The one thing I want to touch on, how are we on time? Maybe? You have three minutes. I have three minutes. Okay. So it's that the... The fact you mentioned that you also work with the middle school. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes you have middle school students that come in. Yes, Can you address that? Yes, ma'am. So in the past, we had some middle school students that were struggling a bit, yeah. um, and we were able to to bring them in. And um, I think really what was cool about that was you you have students at a very vulnerable age. Middle school is just mm -hmm. a, a weird time, yeah. and uh, but I think if we don't also take from our own personal experiences, uh, you know, you look back at yourself and I look back at myself as an awkward middle school for trying to make my way through, through what, but at the same time, you're, you're at this place in a decision of what are some of those things I'm going to do as high school years yeah. and endorsement wise and, yeah. and what piques my interest in all of these different things. And, and so being able to have the different opportunities that we have here, different exposure to different um, endeavors that we're doing, how cool is that to expose some of our, our middle school students who that that student that just really doesn't have that connection to something to yeah. teach them like, oh, that is tied into maybe graphic design at the yeah. high school um, or welding at the high school. And and so to be able to show that exposure and have that is, is what's pretty cool and uh, what we look at doing. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, man, you guys are, you guys are killing it here. I'll tell you that. So like the, the middle school kids too, I love that you were talking about how, you know, the idea of almost like developing kind of planting the seed of like the future workforce, right? Sure. The uh, maybe future educators. and Right. So I, you know, as to all my special education fellow directors and everyone else out there that understands uh, majority sometimes of our budget and contracted services when oh, yeah. it comes to speech or LSSPs, uh, OTs, PTs, ONM, VI. Shortages I can go, I can go, go on and on. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we're looking as far as uh, trying to be innovative is looking how we can have more exposure for our students at the middle school level of what those career fields may look like. Yeah. What that could be in relation to maybe they don't want to be a teacher, but they want to be involved some type of way in education. And yeah. of course it doesn't always have to roll into education. It could be clinical, but sure. it is an occupation and it right. is still a choice. You know, you look back and that was one of the things as we looked at, uh, you know, how do we expose people early on our young adults um, about these fields? Yeah. And how cool would it be that we are able to start to plant the seeds of that next workforce where those shortages are in education, you know, Absolutely. it would be, it would be so amazing for us as directors that are making those budgetary decisions and not have to worry about how we would contract services out because there is not a shortage. There is people right. that can fill those positions. Yes. And now I have money that I'm not having to use in these areas. I can put into my needs uh, elsewhere. That's right. And so 
that's really thinking long-term yeah. and really seeing what that can look like. But I think that's also being very realistic of needs that we have in education and having that focus and, and mindset. Uh, it really comes into having not just a fixed mindset that if all I'm going to worry about is accountability yeah. and all I'm going to worry about is RDA and how do I get past this point? And I'm just, I'm, what I'm, all I'm doing is I'm living year to year. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to having a growth mindset of, okay, how can I think long-term in That's these right. aspects? Outside of the constraints I'm living in right. to create the, opportunity. The accountability is going to be there. It's going it. to be what exactly. it is. Yeah. Um, all the other uh, things that are, that we have to do, we can't change those. We know those are what we live with. But at the end of the day, what's our, our mindset? What can we do to have an exposure that's bigger, that's beyond us as well, yes. um, to create the next workforce, whatever it may be? And But you have to have exposure. Yeah. And I think that's what's pretty cool about being here as well, is that we have the ability to have and expose uh, students to different fields that we hold and the mm-hmm. jobs that we do, yes. we're still being able to impact them. Yes. So, so the beauty of that is, man, we can open those doors and you can come in and you can see a whole new world that maybe you weren't expecting to see. Yes. But that also starts with the conversation of individuals that, that have these occupations. Right. Man, we got to get kids and fired up about wanting to be LSSPs. Yeah, you know, no who, who knew and what that was in middle school, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I can't know, wait to grow up and be an O&M. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right, what? You know, uh, I don't get called. Well, I love my O&Ms, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get called the career day with anybody saying they want to be the spe- next special ed director. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so how, do we, how do we get people fired up? That's about right. That? But, but you wow. do got to get individuals right. fired up about education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens in so many different ways. And it's not our traditional classroom teachers that have to define that yeah. there's so many different roles where you're able to impact communities students in, in different ways in different varieties and i think that yeah. that's important and that starts through exposure oh yeah right. Right. yeah also when you look at an eyes a typical isd you know the number of jobs that are, that are in the isd Right. Yeah, you know, the students might just be focusing on focusing on the teachers in the classroom, but we know there's a lot of other people doing a lot oh of gosh. different jobs, yeah. and sometimes we do a poor job as educators of making kids aware of the different right. jobs that are that Available. are within yeah within education. So yeah, right. analysis P or yeah. or even if that's not you know. Even that's not you. If you know, even if it's just you know maintenance. If you if you like to build something or or fix stuff, yeah, you know, just having those skills. I mean, sometimes we just just that's forget that you know this is you know uh, education is a business. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And there's different jobs within this organization we call education, and and. It's an organization that has so many moving parts that you have to have different layers of that. And it doesn't work. You know, our bus drivers are so vital to everything that happens because our kids don't get to school without our bus drivers. And and how they get to school and what mindset they get to school. I mean, I love me some bus drivers. And so, you know, when you to to, I mean, that's a great observation. We have to really look at where does that start? and Where does that end? And, you know, the other is even our custodians, you know. Having a beautiful facility starts there, and having, yes. having because it all works together organizationally mm-hmm. to to be a truly fantastic campus, yeah. fantastic right. organization. But you got to have that spark. We have to give kids that spark mm-hmm. to where they're they're. Oh, that seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Let me 
let me check into that. Yeah. And where does that lead to? Yeah. Um, as opposed to us making decisions of what we think that they want to do, we got to yeah. have our kids be able to give that spark of what they want to do and, yeah. and take their input and really realize that you don't want to put that out. You want to make sure that That's you right. feed that. I love know? that. I saw that on the wall out there. Keep keep kids curious or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. feed curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Most, yes. most, and also the, the fact that there's honor and value in all jobs. Yes, 100%. You know. All, yeah, you're absolutely right. Every, every job makes a difference. Right. And it's also the choice that we bring of what that job is, the yeah. attitude right. that we have. Yeah. Um, that the title is not important. It's the person of value that mm -hmm. they bring to the organization, to the climate, to the culture that's going to make it valuable. Yeah. And leadership at all levels. Absolutely. Uh, like that's what I see evident yeah. up here is leadership at all levels. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the students, boy, I know y'all said, that, like, man, some of them, boy, dressed up. You can tell they're wearing it, looking good. I mean, yeah. taking pride in their presentation and, and greeting us when we walked up and introducing themselves by name. And it's just, I mean, we take some of that stuff for granted these days, soft skills and, and, you know, our presentation and how we present ourselves to others. And so, I mean, not just the staff, but the kids here really exemplify that. And everybody had a responsibility. I think that's and it had an investment, had a personal investment in the school. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And if you don't get out of Moses's way, he'll run over you because he he's will. a busy guy. <laughs> he's yeah. a busy guy. Yeah, he's uh, and I think what's really uh, makes my heart happy is uh, you guys are I've been here for, for a little bit just uh, taking a tour and visiting. And, yeah. Um, and, uh, and actually, I want to say it's not even a tour because yeah. I think sometimes when people suggest it's a tour, that means that and we're going to get ready for you. We're not going to get ready for you. Yeah. You can show up and yeah. it's what you see is what you get. We got our good days. Yeah. We got, but at the end of the day, you, you can't miss on what the heart of everything that we do is. Exactly. And, and so I think that that's one of the things that's really important is um, our doors are open to, to be able to see the things that are happening mm -hmm. and, and to take pleasure and enjoyment that uh, the biggest compliment I think is not that, You've been here in such a short amount of time, but everything that you see and the takeaway from it is how we feel. That's awesome. Every right. day. Yeah. So the, to, to hear your words, and sometimes yeah. I, I will say I get lost in it because yeah. we live it, right. that to hear it Reflected is, just, back. is very yeah. much bringing joy to me right now yeah. of like, wow, I get to do this every day. How cool is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, this is my reality. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, uh, not to take away from all the other challenges of being a special that we have, but uh, when you get to to see pure enjoyment and you get to see smiles on, on kids' faces, uh, yeah. man, how can you not beat that? Right. That, that's, that's the cool stuff. Right? That's what it's right. all about. Like, yeah. And I think something you said earlier as we were walking around, number one, there's words of inspiration everywhere. Yes. But you talking about that this isn't just happenstance, this is intentional. Yes. You know, we have put a lot yeah. of yeah. yes, and that is and that comes through as well. Just really and truly, each room breeds your heart. Yeah. And so um I, I've been totally inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You guys have inspired me uh, you know, to, to yeah. walk away and think, okay, uh, you never know. The next endeavor may be a, a Burleson podcast. Come on now. So, you go. I, I, you got your first listener yeah. right here, baby. Uh, you, 
That may be coming. We're ready. Next. I love it. <laughs> that may be coming next. Uh, You've done all this in such a short <laughs> amount of time. I think yeah. next week I'm ready for the podcast. Yeah, we'll put down the mic, baby. I mean, you just take it. Uh, yeah, you're a natural. <laughs> well, listen, man. I mean, Pam, do you have any more? No, I think we're time to wrap it up. Yeah, it has been a pleasure and an honor. We really are blessed that we get to go around and celebrate with people like yourself, this cool work and the staff and the amazing things you're doing here. And so for us, we leave, I mean, like we're walking on cloud nine because it's so exciting to get out, right? We live in this world of, I mean, if you walk, turn the news on or if you turn, you know, it's just, there's stuff going on that kind of rips at your soul, but then you come out and you see this kind of stuff and it feeds mm-hmm. your soul and it reminds you that man, one person at a time, two people at a time, you make a difference. And so We are just so honored to be able to come out and be with you here today. I feel like you really served, you know, uh, our need in coming out and wanting to celebrate this work and record a podcast. And I hope that we can come back and really serve Burleson and bring our group of educators from around the state and share this with them because this has been powerful. Well, I I thank you. And and once again, it's not me. It's a total team effort uh, from across the Everyone here in Edgewood ISD, I'm just fortunate enough that I get to work in a great district and be a part of something very special. So I thank you for coming out today. And I really thank you from the bottom of my heart of being able to really experience the joy that we get each and every day. Well, now you're a sped talker. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. You're welcome. That will do it for this episode of Sped Talk. And remember, courage creates culture and kindness keeps us connected. Until the next time, I'm Pam. And I've been John. And this is Sped Talk. To continue to elevate the conversation, hit us up on Twitter at Sped Talk 2020, where you can find links to all of our episodes and each of the resources that we discussed today. John, also links to the resources will be available at our podcast site. And if you found these resources helpful, be sure to share them with with a friend because information should always flow through us, not to us. Elevate the